0: Hey, guys, and welcome to another episode of Woke by Accident podcast. It is a weekly chat about socially conscious topics impacting the culture. I'd like to extend my gratitude in you listening to this podcast. It means everything to me. And I hope it is clear that this subject matter is so important to me. I care about our people, our future and making a positive change in this nation. This episode is powered by Poddex. Do you find it difficult to come up with content ideas for your podcast? Or perhaps you've gotten stuck during an interview with a guest where you just have nothing more to ask. Try Poddex today. Poddex is the best all-in-one podcast idea generation tool. You get everything from episode ideas to interesting conversation starters for interviews, interviews, engaging discussions for your live streams and even social media content ideas with this tool you don't have to spend weeks trying to come up with content for an episode or unique questions for your guests just shuffle the cards pick one at random hit the record button and get started now you can make better content have more fun while you're at it and get your viral moment all with Poddex. Head over to poddex.com and use code C4C. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Woke by Accident Podcast. And this episode is especially for the Content Creators of Color Collective, welcome. Today, I want to take a look back at a case that really ignited a movement the Trayvon Martin matter February 26 will mark the 10 year anniversary of the death of Trayvon Martin. We may remember February 26 on 2012, Trayvon Martin, who was 17, left a relative's home in Sanford, Florida to go to a local 7-Eleven for a bag of Skittles and a beverage. As he walked home He encountered George Zimmerman, who was a neighborhood watch captain who called 911 and reported seeing a person who looked suspicious. Zimmerman confronted Trayvon. After the confrontation escalated, Zimmerman shot and killed Trayvon Martin. The death of Trayvon Martin sparked the Black Lives Matter movement. But 10 years later, have things really changed in a significant way. We want to take a look back at the incident concerning Trayvon Martin as we remember him. And there's also a recent update concerning George Zimmerman and the family of Trayvon Martin that we will share as well. If you've heard me speak about The reason why I've started this podcast or the reason why I was inspired to start this podcast, then you've heard me talk about how I was inspired by the death of George Floyd and the death of Michael Brown, the reopening of the Michael Brown case and the aftermath and the actions that the community took. And so you can't really have that conversation without looking at the Trayvon Martin case. So it's really appropriate to talk about Trayvon Martin and honor him as we look back on the 10-year anniversary of his passing. There's a really interesting article in New York Magazine that covers the 10-year anniversary of Trayvon Martin. And in it, it shows us that Black Lives Matter has grown from a hashtag to a protesters cry to a cultural force that has reshaped American politics, society, and daily life. I feel that that is accurate. Now more than ever before in history we see politicians and athletes and journalists and all the figures on in the media, talking and speaking about the deaths of African Americans more regularly than ever before. And it's because of cases like Trayvon Martin, George Floyd, Michael Brown, and the fact that they keep happening over and over again. And mind you, there's so many other cases that we don't know their names and their significant hashtags too, Carrie Ball and others we could go on and on so let's take a look back at the timeline and we will bring you back to where we stand today with that update that i did mention so february 26 there's that horrible confrontation with trayvon martin and george zimmerman which results in zimmerman shooting and killing Trayvon Martin. On February 28th of 2012, the Trayvon Martin family retained Benjamin Krupp for their lawyer. He was known for representing the parents of Martin Lee Anderson, a black 14 year old who had died at a Florida juvenile justice boot camp for teens in 2006 after being beaten and suffocated by guard, Crump had helped the Andersons reach a five million dollar settlement with the state. On March 8, 2012, Crump and the Trayvon Martin family file a wrongful death lawsuit and demand that the law enforcement hand over 911 tapes of the call made during the incident they also authorized a petition on change.org calling for Zimmerman to be prosecuted for murder by the end of the month it will gather more than 2.2 million signatures on March 19, 2012 Florida Governor Rick Scott asked the State Department of Law Enforcement to open an investigation into the Trayvon Martin shooting. March 20th, the Justice Department and FBI also open an investigation into the Trayvon Martin death. A Florida state attorney announces that a grand jury will convene in April. March 21st, a million hoodies movement for justice is created by Daniel Mark Marie a 25-year-old to call for the arrest of george zimmerman a million hoodies march is held in union square on march 23 2012 president obama s- speaks on the killing of trayvon martin for the first time and we may remember him famously saying that if i had a son he'd look like Trayvon on March 23rd 2012 in Miami's game with the Detroit Pistons some of the players of the teams play in sneakers with messages RIP Trayvon Martin and we want justice on them March 26th six senators from New York City wear hoodies in the Capitol Chamber one of them is a state senator from Brooklyn named Eric Adam on April 12th on April 11, 2012, George Zimmerman is arrested and charged with second degree murder. His supporters quickly raised more than $200,000 in donations for his defense. On July 13, 2013, after 16 hours of deliberation, a jury of six women find Zimmerman not guilty. On July 13, 2013, Thirteen amid the public outrage at the Zimmerman verdict a 32 year old organizer named Alicia Garza from Oakland California posted on her Facebook page a love letter to black people and it ended with black people I love you I love us our lives matter Patrice Cullors a 30 year old anti- incarceration organizer in LA and a friend of Garza started posting with the hashtag hashtag black lives matter overnight colors posted on Garza's Facebook page twin hashtag black lives matter campaign and so that essentially was the birth of the black lives matter hashtag yeah, this information comes from New York Magazine. Um, it's just really interesting how all of these different events, it also uh, outlines and pinpoints a lot of the other murders of um, young black people that occurred right after Trayvon Martin. This article was very interesting. It brought to light the significance and impact of that moment in time the Trayvon Martin killing and the Black Lives Matter movement what the birth of that movement meant to the culture so wanted to pivot and discuss the update in the George Zimmerman update he filed a lawsuit against the family of Trayvon Martin back in 2019 and so the update is that a judge in Florida has finally dismissed the defamation and conspiracy lawsuit that George Zimmerman had filed against the parents of Trayvon Martin. Now, Judge John Cooper in Tallahassee dismissed all counts against all defendants in the lawsuit filed by Zimmerman against his parents, Sabrina Fulton and Tracy Martin, attorney Benjamin Crump, who represented the family and others. In his order, the judge wrote that Zimmerman had failed to show any fraudulent representation and that any other further arguments in the case would be futile. It goes on to state, there can be no claim for conspiracy to defraud the if there is no adequately stated claim for fraud. The other individuals who were named as defendants were Harper Collins publishers which had published a book that the parents of Trayvon Martin wrote and Brittany Diamond Eugene and Rachel Gentile who were named as uh, witnesses in the original case against George Zimmerman. It appears he tried to allege that Rachel Gentile was a fake witness and so he And that she pretended that she was the one that Trayvon Martin was talking to on the phone before he was shot. And so he was uh, his lawsuit alleged that Brittany Diamond Eugene was actually the person who he was talking to. But she didn't want to testify. And so her half sister Rachel Gentile pretended that she was the one and Gentile ended up testifying. However, I guess they were not able to just dis- disprove that. I'm not sure where his claim for that um, particular narrative came from. This information comes from NBC news regarding the basis of Zimmerman's lawsuit. Um, it has now been dismissed. Um, as of February the 17th, 2022. So um, he was suing for $100 million. So you know, it's just really kind of sad. It's not enough that he killed Trayvon Martin, you know, who was unarmed over 10 years ago. And, you know, he did not face any charges but to go and then sue his parents it just you know it takes a lot of nerve to do something like that so i uh, wanted to share this information with you as we remember the life of trayvon martin and what he meant to the movement we definitely um, lift him up and his family And rest in power to Trayvon Martin. Thank you guys for listening as always and take care. At this time, we're going to go ahead and conclude the episode. We greatly appreciate you listening. We invite you to follow us on social media. On Instagram, it is Woke by Accident Podcast. On Twitter, it is Woke by Accident. On Facebook, it is Woke by Accident Podcast. We also have the new website up, www.wokebyaccident.net. Please check us out and also follow us on all of your favorite streaming platforms. And please leave a review and share feedback. You can also reach out by Gmail, wokebyaccident at gmail.com. And every time you listen, we appreciate it so much. Thank you for listening and take care.